0: My name is Zhao Ying Summers. Don't worry about pronouncing Zhao Ying. My iPhone auto cracked Zhao Ying to Annoying! People also ask me, why don't you have a Chinese last name? I had one before I got married, I was a hoe. Hi guys, I'm Joanne Summers. Welcome to Tiger Mill podcast. I have an amazing guest today. I look up to her and I was able to perform with her the first time for Women in Comedy for the Netflix joke show. And she's just beautiful, powerful, successful in every way in um, like in comedy, TV and film. She's a boss lady. She is just the inspiration. Guys, are you ready for the very
1: beautiful Zeynep Johnson? Hey! so happy to have you. I'm happy to be here. You said you look up to me. It's just because I'm much taller than her. I think so. That's one of, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. One, one thing I look up to you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I, I don't like tall girls. It, 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 they trigger me because my ex was very abusive about my height. Oh, really? He's verbally beginning. He's like, so cute, so short, so cute. But then we got married. He's just trying to kind of make my shortcoming bigger. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm just, I'm not, it doesn't matter how short you are, you know, you should be happy about it. I was happy that he kept telling me how short my leg is and talk about the, the you know, the, the tall girls, the Victoria Sigma girls, and then you're like, oh my God, fuck those giraffes. You know, I just start uh, getting really bitter. <laughs> but now I'm happy. I'm healthier now because yeah. I don't have the bad influence anymore. I'm just yeah. like, the tall girls...
1: Oh, those legs. <laughs> I mean, you know, the grass is never greener. Just know that whether you're short, tall, thin, thick, the grass is. You just gotta you gotta make do with what you got. I think so.
0: I learned that. I feel like I was so unhappy when I was in my early twenties. Yeah, I was much skinnier, okay. literally. But I just hate my body, hate my face, hate everything about me. Now I'm older. I just love. What I am right now, yeah, I just
1: good. love it, and I'm so happy I'm older now. Yeah, it's I good. think this world, like globally, is pretty harsh to women. So hard. you know, everywhere is hard for. Yeah, yeah, and so it's really hard to maintain a positive self image. Even the people who we may think look perfect, I'm sure they are, you know, in the privacy of their own selves hating themselves and it's yeah. just a constant conversation. But you are talking about yourself. <laughs> no, 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 well, but it's perfect. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes. You know? yeah. I'm very, I'm you very hard perfect. on myself. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> as soon as I came in here, I'm like, ah, I should have put on some makeup. But it's like, you know, it's 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 totally fine. You have you know? the best bone structure. Like Thank you, you look amazing. Thank you. But I think it's all to sell product. Because if every woman mm-hmm. was happy with herself, they would never sell freaking like they wouldn't sell workout classes they wouldn't sell anything they wouldn't sell skin products they wouldn't like they they, we would be in a constant recession globally if women didn't feel bad about themselves I know so we feel bad it make all motherfuckers rich yes Exactly. Oh my God. That's why we buy designer bags. That's why we buy everything. Is everything is rooted in the even men's confidence is rooted in women feeling awful about themselves. I know. I don't know
0: why the like the ugly men they feel so good about like about themselves. We look (laughs) in the mirror. We're like perfect. We're like oh, and then you see this like a crazy. Awful guy laying on their couch eating potato chips, judging yeah. Miss 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 World like she's fat. She's yeah. short, she's ugly, and then they look like garbage.
1: Yeah. I'm always surprised like when I'm walking down the street and like an unhoused guy is like, hey, you know, can we hang out? And I'm like, so you don't even have the bare necessities for yourself, but you still have the confidence to, you know, Maybe talk has to a, a big woman. Dick. Even still, it's I'm sure the dick isn't clean. No, I don't think so. No. I don't think it's clean. No. I think, oh God, I think it's dirty. Yeah.
0: Dirty dicks. (laughs) Not good.
1: (laughs) I used to live right here in Hollywood. And when the recession first, not recession, when the pandemic first started, uh, there was like, you know how those like encampments, they just grew like overnight. Mm -hmm. And there was this one like unhoused guy, his encampment kept getting larger and larger. And I would always like run past him in the morning, like on my jogs. And he would be like, one one morning he was like, uh, after I hadn't run for a little while, he was like, hey, I noticed that you didn't run the past few mornings, and I was like, (gasps) I was like, oh, are you watching me? And he was like, I mean, you know, I'm watching everything. And I'm like, okay. He's like, yeah, you want to walk with me to CVS? And I was like, absolutely not. Uh, (laughs) I'm watching everything.
0: Who are you? Morgan Freeman? Are you God? Like, are you
1: watching everything? What (laughs) What but, I mean, that's, like, that's the, like, goal of a man, you know? Oh, my God.
0: I love your comedy because it's so real. And the way you talk about it, it's so real. It's so funny. I remember last time at Soho House, you talked about, like, if we play dumb, yeah. men totally just believe that yeah. they are just that much smarter than us. I love it. And we actually just, it's funny. We just play dumb and get what we want and then try to, like, to tell them the truth because they their ego won't let them see the truth that we are smarter and powerful
1: yeah you know how you do certain jokes that may talk about like men and guys in a room get mad when I tell that joke they love it they freaking love it and it's like they're just telling on themselves the more they enjoy the joke the more they're telling on themselves yeah because it's so true yeah I love that joke Thank it's, you. it's brilliant um, well, can you
0: tell us about uh, Ramadan? When when is it, and uh, what do you do?
1: Oh, Ramadan is going on right now. Um, it is Muslims um, fast during Ramadan. Mm-hmm. We um, from dawn until sundown. Mm-hmm. We um, we abstain from most things, uh, most f- most physical needs of the body. Mm-hmm. So water, any liquids, any food. Um, you know you try to have like more more pure thoughts and you know it's like a it's, it's like yeah and it's like it's considered the holy month for muslims because um it was when the prophet fa- uh he fasted um and and that's when he you know got the um the quran like oh, wow. yeah 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 so that yeah, give you the greatest yeah. inspiration like a uh, pure your mind yeah.
0: is. that's great. That's great. I feel like, like even like in China, the, the, like the monks, uh, we always say you cannot uh, be more than thirty percent full. Like when you eat, you can't eat. You can't feel full. If you feel okay. full, you can't think. Yeah, like you have to be like a seventy percent full. Yeah, then your mind can think. Oh, I think that's interesting. Talking about the monks, Dalai Lama. <laughs> it's that. That's quite gross. I just feel like uh ask about the boy to suck any of your body part is disgusting. It just it's, people are trying to explain why it's okay.
1: Yeah, it is disgusting, but I don't think that we would have known about it or heard about it if Cardi B didn't react to it. That's the reason why it's huge news right now, because Cardi B is huge. And her reaction was like, WTF, right? Mm-hmm. And then everybody's like, well, well we got to see why. And then she got some backlash, right, from yeah. reacting that way. Yeah. And everybody's like, well, wait, let's see what she's mm-hmm. reacting to. And then we see that it's the Dal- Dalai Lama, a old... I want to tell Asian you the truth man. because you're my like you're my people. You're my sister. Like you know,
0: China has been trying to cancel every single person who team up with Dalai Lama. Who like Sharon Stone? She was t- saying shit about the Tibetan earthquake. That was shitty shit for her to say. Like oh. It's comma Tibetan earthquake. You know, you can't mean like an actually, Sichuan earthquake. There's an mm-hmm. earthquake. She's like it's comma. She can't say that. You can't mm-hmm. say it's comma. Mainly because she think of they were not nice to uh, Dalai Lama. So there's comma. Mm-hmm. But it was dumb shit. She said she mm-hmm. she got canceled by China. All her movies are gone. Mm-hmm. And then um in China in China, Brad okay. Pitt did a movie called the uh, like um. Like eleven, what they eleven years in Tibet? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a movie, and he was trying to talk about his sympathy about the Dalai Lama situation, and he got canceled in China. And Lady Gaga's concert got canceled in China because she was talking about China wasn't nice to the Dalai Lama. And today, Dalai Lama got canceled by Americans. Yeah. Uh, and the Cardi B probably like, uh, oh, well, she's like, I should always be the most famous person with my tongue out, bitch. Like, you don't get to do this to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I love that she said she didn't give a fuck. She just said, like, OK, look at this.
1: Yeah, I think most times what people really agree on is like when you violate a child, I think that mm-hmm. is like that. Crosses all genres, uh, ethnic makeup, so you know, social for the most part. You know what I'm saying? Even like, look, even like Jeffrey Epstein. You know, I hate, I hate to go that far back, but like, I think publicly, like obviously, we know there's like monsters behind closed doors. Publicly, I think everybody gets on the same page when it's yeah. like, wait, you violating a kid? Yes. Even in jest, people are like, no. Yeah, people are trying to tell me, well, maybe it's the, some Asian
0: culture, they just do that as a sign of affection. I'm like, I was born in 1990, it's been 33 years. My father never hugged me once. Oh, wow. It is definitely not Asian culture. I, you know, like yeah. he like he literally, I think kissing on the lips can be like, okay, ah, but I like, stick the tongue out, like suck it. The little boy, he put his hand on his head, he just, he didn't suck it. Because, you know, even we are little kids, we know what's weird. Because when I was learning painting class, I was seven. My teacher wanted me to sit on his lap to paint. Because Mm -hmm. he said, uh, you can sit on my lap because you are the best student. Your painting is the best. I've been sitting on his lap for one week. Then my mom's like, uh, so I heard you are the best painter. What do you get? I said, I got to sit on his lap. She got so angry. She went to school and she took all the table and desk out. And she literally just... uh, called the landlord and locked him out. And she just she just lashed out. Tiger mom. She, she's mean to me, but she... My mom didn't. canceled him. Yeah, my mom canceled him. I'm like, no, 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 no. No, nobody gave her any affection. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, but she knows even, that's wrong. She yeah. knows that's wrong, and she was very angry. We know yeah. what's wrong. Like, yeah. uh, when is that wrong, we don't care how good of a painter you are. Yeah. Like, uh, I, I don't know. I think uh, apologizing is not going to work with him. It just it's too... It's too visual. It's a Craigslist level discussing. Yeah. It's beyond imagination.
1: Yeah, you know, so I didn't, okay, I don't know much about the Dalai Lama, mm-hmm. right? Um, I just, I but I did think, and this may be a very ignorant assumption, but I did think, I did assume that monks don't be like in no type of action. Like, period. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? Monks, like they like abstain asexual. from everything, right? They're like asexual. Yeah. No so. sex, like they are vegans too. Yeah. So that's that's even more so why it's like weird because it's like, well, I mean, I guess I mean, so was priest at Catholic Church. I mean, I guess not. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I guess maybe we got to let these people get some so that they can stop abusing kids.
0: Yeah, I think so. I really just feel like uh, it's just uh, so graphic and visual. It's just, what what happened if this little boy is a little stupid like my son? He's actually going to lick it, you know? Because that boy is <laughs> like, uh, he's Indian. He's probably like a uh, smart and yeah. a genius with something. And he's like, you are like, because uh, he came up to ask for a hug. Yeah. Because he had to marry him. Yeah. And I, I see the video earlier on his face. I can see his face. He's a very beautiful boy. I is but now they blurred his face. Oh, you face. saw the video before they blurred it? Okay. Yeah, yeah. He's a very beautiful boy. But it doesn't matter. Like, all boys are kids. Boys and girls are beautiful. Like, before monsters trying to do things. People in power, they don't understand how how insane. That's, that's the words they are saying, when they have the kind of power, yeah. they would say crazy things. They think it's just like, oh, did you have breakfast? They didn't understand it. Suck my tongue is something you don't say.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah, like you, I, I mean, yeah, it's like wild. It's like wild and it was caught on camera. Yeah, and it's and, very clean. It's not like a, something you can't tell who is who. Yeah, so, I mean, that just makes me think like, or makes me wonder rather like, what's happening when the cameras aren't rolling? I think it's gross. Then
0: people start digging out the old things he used to say. They ask him, what if is a female llama succeed you? What would you think? He said that as long as she's extremely attractive, I will allow a female lama to ex- uh, exceed me, succeed me. But that was like a while ago. the thing he say? Oh my god! I just it sounds it sounds weird. I but mean, but he's just trying to be funny. He's like a funny comedian. Wants to be funny, like uh, that kind of like. I know the lama, Dalai Lama is charming. He always tried to be funny. He do little. He always do little tricks and stuff. Yeah. He was very cute. He always do cute. Things. That's why he's loved. He's like. A, you know the the like i don't know like the pope right now who's yeah. cool the cool one
1: no 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 like it. the pope is great pope francis is great right he's good he's i, good. I don't know anything about uh, none of these people um to be very honest with you yeah. it's it's, it's
0: yeah, I, I, it's shocking to see. Uh, seeing the video is really, just, I think China is laughing right now.
1: They are so happy now. So why why is China, why do they not like um, the da- Dalai Lama? Like before this, I why are they so he anti? he's very
0: outspoken mm. about, uh, he's, he's he's not happy about the government, the Chinese government. So uh, that's, and he's fleed from China.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So they, they just uh, don't like him.
1: Okay, so the Dalai Lama was originally Chinese? A Tibetan. Tibetan. Tibet. yeah. Yeah. And but now he still is in Tibet, right? Now he, he, I don't think the government would allow him to
0: come back to Tibet. Oh, okay. Yeah, they don't like uh, what he's talking about the government, so they he's actually um, not allowed in China. Oh, okay, I mean, he can go, it's like a uh, Roman Polanski, you can't come back to America, like you can, people still respect you and love you, but like, you just you're not allowed to come back. Yeah,
1: there. yeah, yeah. So
0: he, oh my god, it's just really crazy how loved he is by the. Left Hollywood people, the cool Hollywood gen founder, you know, Brad Pitt and uh, Gaga. Yeah. And now, looking at him doing this, how much did they defend him and love him. And yeah. he just uh, sticking his tongue out, as a little boy to suck it. Not like lick it. I think yeah. they yeah, are both fucked up. I feel like lick this, or I lick holy water, like a cat. Well, okay, suck it. It's just the word suck it. It just sucks my soul out because I have kids, you know, yeah. like I just look at, I'm just like, uh, that's a man who is. Uh, a prophet who is somebody have the superpower with all love and respect, suck my tongue.
1: Yeah.
0: Age, and he's 87. 87 I was about to years. Say,
1: how old? Yeah, he's 87, 87 years. Maybe he's senile. What's senile? <laughs> maybe he's lost his faculties. Like maybe his brain is not a functioning at the capacity. I hope, I hope that would be like, uh, that would be.
0: Easier for all the Left Hollywood powerhouse to to hear. I mean, I don't know. I, I'm not
1: trying to make excuses no, for him. No. I really don't know. I just but don't
0: understand. Like, 87 years, nobody know? I just didn't make any sense. If you've been living for 87 years, there's something. He's such a public
1: figure. He, there must be something people would talk about. Well, 60, 60 of those years, there were no cameras, camera phones, and all of that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe... It, it it is it is pretty it is disgusting. It, it would be disgusting if he asked a grown person to do it, but it's it's even more vi- it's even more of a violation. I think why, it's a child.
0: Yeah, it's a child, and also like uh, people always would say, a pedophile. The last thing they do is to be taking photos with a child and yeah. they say that like a pedophile would avoid to be in the same frame with a child. Like a pedophile would be the person who you would never think he would be a pedophile. They would do whatever they can to conceal their Tendencies. Oh, is that what they say about pedophiles? I feel like they try in public. They're like, oh, like they're like not gonna be like looking at a kid and pick up a kid and kiss a kid.
1: Oh, I don't know. I've seen so many Law and Order SVU episodes. Pedophiles they work in in a number of different ways. Some of the them will be teacher. the some of them will be like the 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 clown at the kid part. Like they'll be the friend of every kid, you know, like the favorite teacher. Oh and then God. some of them Pe- will our be teacher
0: was a pedophile.
1: Yeah, like the, I think that they show up in. Just like human beings, you know, mm-hmm. like either way, it's always a sheep in wolf. I mean, a wolf in sheep's clothing. Whether they yeah. are, you know, flamboyant with it, or whether they're yeah. like totally recluse with it, they're still. It makes sense because the
0: uh, the best way for them is to working with children and get children who like them and they, and they use their vulnerability and respect to abuse them, and they yeah. can't tell their parents don't even know what's happening. Yeah. <sighs> well, we to protect our children. Yeah. From guns and pedophiles, yeah, and we should let women have abortions whenever the fuck they want. Yes, yeah. that's what we should do. Yes. Yeah. Oh my god, I just, uh, I, I just, uh, it, it really, really like, uh, it's just too graphic. I, I we should stop talking about it. It's just, it's so graphic. Oh, okay,
1: it's whatever you want. I mean, it is, it is yeah. graphic, and it is, and it is... it's, um, you know, I think we're being faced with a lot of new realities these days. Yeah. You know? And I think the the test or sign of each and every one of our characters individually and then our characters as society um, is how we deal with these new changes, you know? And you spoke about, like, oh, this love that so many um, celebrities have had for the Dalai Lama and how outspoken they are. And it'll be very interesting, and it'll be a true sign of their character to hear, like, what their response is to this public faux pas, really. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um And... Yeah, and that's really all. I mean, like, I'm not gonna fly to Tibet and and do anything.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but I do. But but also, if I had a baby right now and he was like, "Oh, we going to Tibet on a class trip," I would be like, "Don't go near the Dalai Lama." No, don't go near him. <laughs> don't don't make sure you. <laughs> yeah, he he wear <laughs>
0: a rope. Like he literally wear a rope. if he stand up it's gonna drop, he's gonna be naked like it's I would be his like, I would, dressed for it.
1: <laughs> I would be like, does the Dalai Lama like black kids? because you know sometimes well, the Indian boy is pretty dark. <laughs> it was Indian. it was an Indian boy, yeah, oh, oh, it's so
0: sad, yeah, and i i want I want to talk about uh, your journey in comedy, okay, and I wanted to. Ask you about like what inspired you to do comedy, and what's your rules of comedy as a woman of color who is uh, so successful? Like, I, 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 I wouldn't know how to describe how hard it is to our listeners for to to make it as a woman of color. There's yeah. there's no way in, in every way for a woman of color to do anything is hard, but in comedy it's just. Very difficult because there's just not enough stage time for women, not woman um, of color or transgender or Asian Filipina, right? Oh, Filipina is Asian, Asian, <laughs> Indian, Latino. It, it just uh, well, there's a spot. It's just for one woman or a yeah. gay. Yeah. it's just like a oh, yeah. So that's just so hard for us. I I would love to know your story.
1: Um, so the way I started comedy, I um. Hmm. I never knew that I would do comedy. Like, I used to go to comedy clubs a lot when I was, like, in college. Um, And I even remember being a kid and my mom sneaking me into a comedy club. I don't know why, though, because I have older siblings that she could have snuck in, but she she chose me. Um, And... Because you are taller, she can lie to them. When you are eighteen, maybe. But I mean, I was very young, like I mean, maybe around nine years old, like nine. So you are probably in my height when you were nine. You're probably like a five one, five two. Probably, probably <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, but um, how did I start to do comedy? I don't know. I was working around comedians a lot, and I was working for a guy who specifically produced a comedy show at the Comedy Store, and working for him allowed me to like kind of learn what it is to produce a comedy show. And then one day I just thought I could do it. Like I quit that job and I went to an open mic and I got on stage and it wasn't terrible. It was actually pretty good. Like surprisingly, it was really good. Um And I knew it was really good because I wasn't at a comedy club. I was at a hookah lounge. And so, you know, when you do, I don't know if you know this, but when you do open mics at places that are not, Like, they're not expecting you to perform. Like, people are there, like, for happy hour, and then somebody just gets on stage with, like, this material that's not tried. People kind of look like, why are you ruining our time, right? (laughs) And so I I, I watched that happen, and then I got on stage, and, like, everybody, like, was paused their smoking and was, like, listening to me and laughing. And so much so that I stopped in the middle of, like, my set. Um, And I was like, oh, my God, you guys are laughing. And they were like, yeah, keep going. And then I was like, no, I'll stop. (laughs) I was like, I'll stop while I'm ahead. And then I just got off stage and I remember my friend who met me there. I was like, I think I'm good at this. And she was like, duh, I told you, you are so funny. And I was like, what? She was like, yeah. So then after that, I just went to another open mic the next day. And and then the next day I would find myself going to like three, four open mics a night. Um, And now I'm here. Zina, I, I, I
0: wanna tell you what I think is that uh, I believe that uh, comedy, um a sense of humor, your like talent as like a stand up comedian is like a, is like somebody who's musical. It's a talent. You know when to talk, when to pause and what to say. It's just uh it's just a gift. Mm-hmm. Some people can get funnier. Like you practice singing, you can get better. But if you are Celine Dion, you are Celine Dion. Mm. You're you're just better. I, I really believe there's talents, just like uh, in music talent for comedy for humor. People just know when to say something. It just it's music. We're aware that way mm. when to say what, when to shut up, and uh, what to say. And uh, that's that's what I felt, and that's what. Uh, Joe Rivers said that she she believed in that mm-hmm. because a lot of people are like oh everybody can do what we do like, it's not magic you know it's not like a singing everybody can do stand up but uh, when they try it they can't do it because it's not just public speaking it is a talent.
1: Yeah, I definitely know everybody can do it, but I, I also know that a lot of people believe that they can. Mm-hmm. Um and that's like testament to like a good comedian because yeah. a good comedian makes it look effortless. A good yeah. comedian makes it look easy. And it's it's quite difficult, but I think that I think that I realized that it was my thing when at the most difficult moments I only wanted to do it more. You know? Yeah. There's a lot of things in life where when it gets difficult you're like I ain't got to do this. But with comedy, it's like—with stand-up specifically, it's like, uh, oh, that was bad. Oh, I got to redeem myself. I got to be better. I have to, you know, like—or when things are great, you're like, that was okay. I can do better, you you know? That's why you are great is because you you truly love this. And
0: uh, when you love something, you are good at it when you're on stage— like the the audience are at ease. It's like uh, looking somebody playing piano who's a master, rather than looking somebody who's trying to memorize things and trying to please people. You're yeah. just doing what you love, what you're good at, and and that's all your hard work, right? You just like that's my thing. You start doing so many mics, and yeah. then you get shows, and you get. It's just the people always want to ask me like, how do I get on those shows? I'm like, your goal is not get on shows. Your goal is to get so good people want to get you on shows. shows, That's what you you want. You don't. It's this is comedy is not like just like you know the director. You know how to suck his dick. You got the role. You can suck the dick all you want, but you on stage. No dick can save you, bitch. Like you're gonna bomb in 15 seconds. (laughs) There's no dick gonna fly in and like I mean help you. You are gonna be no. You won't be okay. Comedy. Nobody can help you. You are funny. You are funny. You are not funny. You are not funny.
1: Yeah, you can that, get
0: funny in, in private.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. When you're, it doesn't matter what you've done before. That that moment, however, the the time that you're on that stage, that's all that matters. Yes, you know, and um, yeah, yeah. I'm I also. It's really fun for me. It's, it's fun because the comedy saved my life because the
0: comedy is therapy. We literally channel our darkest secret. We work very hard to make it funny. We want people to relate to us. We want to have a connection with them through something is authentic because the way you are very, very funny is because your humor is authentic and powerful because it's real. Mm-hmm. You, you are, I feel like you always speak your truth. And you lead the audience to provoke them to think, rather than be like, "Oh, look at me! Look how hot I am!" Like blah blah, blah blah blah. You don't talk about this. You talk about something that's <laughs> more like, you know, those girls. They, they when like you know they just say things that people want to hear, and they have a career. But then some women, woman they talk about what they want to say, and you make what you want to say funny. That's fucking gift, right? Like, yeah. Because we can see, we can talk about what they want to hear funny. And go with the flow. Yeah. But that's not leading. Like a comedy, I feel like comedians, the real comedians, like Lindy Bruce, like uh, Richard Pryor, they are the society's philosopher. You know, they, 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 you philosophize. Mm-hmm. You lead them. You point out what's fucked up. Yeah. But like, uh, look at this shit. But in in a way, that's not a TED talk. Mm-hmm. In a way, you make it funny. Yeah. That's why it's so hard to, uh, Right now, people, there's so many cancel cultures about comedians' speech and voice. Our job is not to make you feel good about yourself, be happy. In, in, like, you believe in this politics. It's not that. It's just provoke you to
1: to think. Yeah. Well, yes. Yes and no. Mm-hmm. I think that, like, there's a lot of... Um, you we could get on a, a soapbox or get mm-hmm. in a pulpit and provoke. You can say anything provocative, mm-hmm. right? You can you can do that in many different ways. But I think it's important for the comedian to always remember that you're making people laugh. Yeah, that's your job. That's that's your job. When you
0: are like when you probably when you are Richard Pryor, you can provoke and be. But, uh, but
1: but but no one ever said Richard Pryor wasn't funny. He's always funny. Exactly. So so that's why it's okay. Funny if is Richard a boundary. Pryor, yeah. If Richard Pryor was being provocative and not pay, making people laugh, then maybe he would have been Malcolm X. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But he's Richard Pryor yeah. because he knew how to do it in a funny way. Yeah. That's... And that's the key. That's the key. And and sometimes it's hard to find that. You don't. Know, sometimes you don't find it on the first go. And sometimes you do make mistakes finding it. Hard. It's very hard. It's very difficult. And
0: I, I'm just... I'm trying to I, find it. I'm trying to work for it and it's it's exciting
1: and I mean, it's hard. People people mess up in speech. People mess up talking to people. People yeah. have awkward moments, put their foot in their mouth, put, put their feet in their mouth all the time and they're not trying to be funny. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You do that at imagine, work. So imagine doing that and you're trying and to finally. you're trying to evoke laughter um out of strangers. Yeah, and the being witty.
0: Yeah. And funny and fast. Also always trying to make sure you are the butt of the laughter. Trying to make sure, like, uh, is is you are not punching down as yeah. Like you can't punch down. Yeah, it's hard. I
1: mean, it's, it's, you can't do it. It's not funny. Well, and people definitely don't want to be punched down by a woman. Yeah, and I I I <laughs> I I, I was... unless they're like into like dominatrix stuff, then they really want to be punched down by a woman. Yeah. Well, I think <laughs> I
0: really believe. Uh, I I I I really. I really believe women do have more power, and we yeah. have more talent, and uh, we can give birth to a child. Yeah, yeah, we can just uh, literally just like put a guy in in the cage in the basement and get the spurs and just repel the world. We don't yeah. really need them to tell us what the fuck we should wear, how ugly we look, you know,
1: mm-hmm. and we
0: are too fat or too skinny. <laughs> but we don't do that because we have we have compassion. We have we don't have the ego. I love men. I do. I have a son. You know, he's yeah, he's very cute. He's sweet, and I want him to be raised by a strong woman. I'm a single mom, and uh, I don't feel like he's going to miss out on becoming weird because he didn't have a dad in his life. Yeah. I think as long as I'm strong, and uh, he will respect a woman.
1: Yeah. I think that that's the goal of a lot of uh, mothers, mothers that are um, decent human beings. They're like, you know, I just want to make sure that my son is good to women. And I think that 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 is just probably proof that as a woman, even if you've had a pretty subtle or easy life, you still recognize how difficult it is or or how oppressive, rather, it is to be a woman. And, I, you know, I do feel like stand-up is just a subset of the world. Mm -hmm. And so everything that exists in the world, sexism, racism, even socioeconomic disparity, judgment, all of those things, then they're going to exist in comedy as well. It exists in comedy. Yeah. And the comedy, I think... I think comedy
0: is still very much male dominated and like, you know. Oh it yes. Is. Yes, yes, comedy is definitely sexist. It is very yeah. sexist.
1: Yeah. And I was it's very uh, male and very white male. Very white man. Yeah, that's yeah. This, this is their thing. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I I just uh, feel like uh, we are very lucky to have our voice and to to stand by our truth. It's hard. I think uh, every day is a battle, you know. Every day is a battle to try to move yeah. forward. Yeah. It's, it is it is. And you—you've done more than just stand up. Your stand up is amazing, and you. Uh, you have uh, such a great uh, TV and movie career. It just—it's every, you know, TV. I—I
1: I mean, I'm, I am working in TV, but you know what's like the biggest compliment people pay. I love, I love doing stand up. Like I love it so, so, so much because. I do get to like really just tell my story like unapologetically. And so the the biggest compliment that I'm paid is when someone identifies my story as their story. Because then unknowingly, like I give voice to like so many people. And sometimes those people look exactly like me and come from the same place as me, but sometimes they're very different, even different genders. And you do know, you know, like Yes,
0: it's amazing. Yeah.
1: And that really does feel good and it feels good to laugh like my best shows are when the audience is laughing and I'm laughing too I could kill I could like and by kill I mean like I could destroy a show like do extremely well and be like deadpan and not have fun in the audience because I could not have fun at all and the audience can still have fun because like the the words that I'm writing the what I'm putting together the thoughts are still funny I know how to set up a a, a you know a, a punch line I know how to do that. But when they're having fun and I'm having fun... Those are the best shows. Those are yeah. the absolute best shows. Yes,
0: I, I I love those ones. I think the one I did in Irvine Improv was just I start laughing and my makeup uh, started melting <laughs> because they laugh. I start laughing and we just keep I keep going, keep laughing. I start. It was just it's a yes. beautiful moment. It's so beautiful. And
1: sometimes they kind of get on board. Like when you're having fun. Like I, I feel like your sh- um, show at Soho House. It's like I was. That was like one of the first days of Ramadan, right? Yeah, I think because I had set like and so I was just like. I might have just Are you broken my hungry? Fa- oh I'm starving right now, but that's okay. <laughs> but I, I might have just broken my fast a few minutes before I got on stage. So I was like, ah, ah you know, and they <laughs> they had to get on board with me. You know, <laughs> like they had to adjust to like my um energy, you know? Yeah. And then they I think that they had fun. Like yeah. they had a good time with it. Yeah, them. they had so much
0: fun. Yeah. They loved you. It yeah. was it was so high. The energy was so high. People were so happy. <laughs> I, I was high on sugar. <laughs> That's good. That's good. <laughs> I don't like sweet. I like spicy. Oh, okay. yeah. I'm a sweet. Uh, but it. now I'm trying to. I think after I have kids, I, I try to understand why chocolate is so good. I didn't understand how how delicious they are. I just uh, I just didn't. I just decided to not like sweet things. Yeah. I guess because
1: um, uh, my mom likes sweet, and I just want to be different from her. It's just weird. I weird mean, shit. it's probably good that you don't like sweet yeah. things because I mean. Sugar is pretty bad for you. Yeah, you know? I think so. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. bad for you, so it's helpful. I mean, an overconsumption of salt isn't great as well, but I mm. love spicy. Spicy is good. I love I, I, spicy. I would eat a, like a jalapeno pepper right now. Oof. I, can't, I can't just pop a jalapeno pepper. But, but I can't but, touch my eye after though. Yeah, because it'll burn your eye. It's already tiny. I, I can't afford
0: it. <laughs> this, this be like, she can't see now. She can't see now. <laughs> Yeah, it's, I have a thought in my mind. I, I forgot it's the mom brain. It's, it's, so what do you think about uh, like uh, dating as a female comedian, as a successful female comedian? Dating as a female comedian?
1: I don't know. I, to be very honest with you, I don't really think about it like that. You
0: just uh, um, I think the right person is going to like whatever you do.
1: Yeah, like I I do recognize that it it is a difficult for if you're if you are a traditional, mm-hmm. you know, and you want to live a traditional life, then it may be a bit hard for you to come around to your partner being out all hours of the night. Um this is like a job that is not for the weak-hearted, you know. There are sometimes I am you know, ju- I'm in the house all day. Sometimes I'm leaving the house like at nine o'clock and not coming back until two, three in the morning. Mm-hmm. And like you said, comedy is very male dominated. So I am around a lot of men. And I do understand, I do, I can empathize with that not being ideal, mm-hmm. you know, for a man. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, it would be really stifling for me to, sort of let that guide me, you know? Like, I don't date comedians. Me either. Um, and, and, and I don't want to say it like like that, like, oh, I just, I won't date you if you're a comedian, but I'm not finding myself, while I do respect and have a great affinity, um, admiration, respect, I actually have a really good time with some of my male uh uh, colleagues, you know? I think also those guys make
0: us uh, more cynical around the regular guys because they are always so funny. When you go on with a date with a guy who try to be funny with you, you're like,
1: Not, not I me. I feel that way. <laughs> feel, I'm me. like, don't talk, don't tell me a joke. Just. Don't do it. I mean, it's like it's like this for me. It's like, don't tell me a joke if the joke ain't funny. I don't care if we date in. I don't care if we're not dating. I don't care what your profession is. like. And don't tell me a joke because you think that that's what I want to hear because I'm a comedian. Yeah, they always try to yeah, tell us jokes. I just want you to be yourself. Yeah. What? what you can
0: be unfunny. Just don't try Yeah. Just, to tell a joke yeah, uh, all the time yeah, because but I'm a comedian.
1: But I do not compare... I'll call them civilians. Civilians. Um, I don't com- compare civilian men with comedian men because... I don't know. I, I Comedians are cool, but comedians are, cra- are gross. Guys are gross, period. And the male comedian, oh my God, they're disgusting. <sighs> they're funny, but they're disgusting. They're funny. They are funny and gross. They are disgusting, yeah. really. Yeah, and they so are. I wouldn't even... I wouldn't even put that on, yeah. um, you know. I guess like my in
0: Chinese we call it the laughing point. My laughing point got so high Hi. because yeah. we just being around those funny male comedians. Uh, they tell us when like something happened, like the San Francisco and uh, SVB, you know, Silicon Valley Bank crashed. Like I already hear all the jokes my male comedian friend already tell me, and then like the guy I'm seeing wants to say some joke about it, I just look at him with disgust, but I try to stop it. I'm like, no. Yeah. No, don't do it. But yeah. then I'm like, honey, don't. You know, just yeah. he's like, I have a joke about it. I'm like, let's not talk about it. Let's talk about something else.
1: But you know And what then I-
0: they sound like it sounds like like they think it's a joke. I'm just like, I don't talk, but I'm just like, oh my God, how do I live now?
1: Well, here's what I realized so many people don't know how funny they are and they're really funny without trying you know mm-hmm. and so most times very honestly while while I get consistent laughter in the comedic space, from comedians, some of my biggest laughs have come from civilians, just because they don't even know they're being funny. That they're being uh-huh. funny, and that uh-huh. that's guys that I've dated included. You know, uh-huh. sometimes they make me laugh really hard, and it's not by way of a joke.
0: Uh-huh. It's sometimes situation. it's
1: yeah, it's uh-huh. situational, it's behavioral. That's cute, you know? yeah. What
0: is not cute is like because we are comedians. Whenever we do something, we try to make a joke about. It. I have a guy yeah. who try to. Do a joke about everything, like all day. He has yeah. like 20 jokes. I just, yeah. I'm just like want to vomit because they just <laughs> think that will be how to get you to like them. But that's yeah. not. I just like you as an unfunny person. Yeah. yeah and it's yeah. fine. Yeah. But do you say that to them? Do you I don't, like. I don't use unfunny. Because that, that's just going to make them try harder. I just, uh, not as funny as, uh, you know, blah, yeah. blah, blah. Yeah. But uh, it men always want to be funny because being funny is a sign of intelligence and the domination. Because we walk in a room, we're like, Cracking jokes, everybody's like looking at us, and the guys are like, but that, they were like, "What?" They they could looking at us, you know. Yeah. We can't help. We just, we yeah. just we do what we do, and there's men they want to see you shine, and they are not threatened by your charisma and uh, you being funny all the time.
1: Yeah, I think um, I think that being a funny woman, it disarms that thing that uh, funny men have. Like I, I think a lot of. Um, women see funny men, and they they don't care. It's like they could they could not have found them attractive. They could not think that they're viable candidates, dating candidates mm-hmm. for them. But then they've make them they they've made them laugh, and so that pushes them over the top. But I think knowing my ability to be funny, I am like like I have like that's not my kryptonite.
0: I love that. Remember there's a TV uh, I mean like in the TV show Friends um Joey's um sister she got pregnant in college by a guy. Joey's like, "Why? You are the only good one. You go to college. Why? Why?" She's like, "But he's funny." He's like, "Just laugh. Don't fuck him," you know. Then <laughs> <laughs> so here like like when they can be like like a guy's funny. He just he just he just got cuter by other women, but for us, we are already yeah, funny. So they don't get cuter. I'm like, "You are still Sure, um. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Like they, they. If they're funny for for me, with if a guy is funny, then it doesn't make him look better or sexier. Yeah. It makes him more respectable. So yeah. I respect yeah. his humor. Yeah, but that's I can separate it. I can separate it. I can separate the yeah. the humor from the dick.
0: Yes. I. I uh,
1: yeah. Yes. I'm like I respect yeah. his humor, and that's and that's it. I'm not yeah. interested, and I would not even recommend him to a friend.
0: Yeah. We are not biased. Yeah, no. Yeah, we just uh, see it as you are good with your punchline. We like the setup. Yeah. Up. That's double punchline. Good. Yeah, it's inspiring. Yeah. Am it's I going to kiss you? It's Hell no. We are not having coffee, no. Yeah, exactly. I love that. It's so funny. Yeah. It's so funny. Um. So how about like, uh, um, do you, have you ever dated somebody? Uh, I just, uh, I, I've been experiencing a lot of uh, like narcissists who are trying to use me. In oh. not just in romantic situation like sometimes they are a friend they get closer to you they are an outsider they just uh, so charming and nice you want to help them and uh, they then you realize that they just uh, coming in to get you to take from you and like
1: uh, an opportunity yeah
0: when they when you stop giving them things they don't deserve uh, they turn on you and then they leave they, really, they don't really cost you they just cost your heart because they don't really work hard and they really don't have any position to try to sabotage you but like they would Cause you're like, why would I trust that person and with my time trying to help them, and uh, I, I, now I feel like it's very healthy for me to gone through that now I look at people I understand what they want and it helped me with my boundaries because I have a problem with my boundaries as an Asian woman growing mm-hmm. up in China I was born a girl from you know from the 90s there's a one child policy I wasn't wanted so my mother kept kept me but she made sure I know that because she had to give up so much to keep me and I need to make sure like I do the best I can at school and behave and just listen and do not talk back mm-hmm. because my life was like Granted to me, and uh, it just kind of uh, my boundary has been compromised with my parents when I start like uh, understanding men and dating. Like I in, in Chinese culture is like you always, you know, respect the man, the man runs the house, and the, like the old old culture. And then uh, um, I just try to. And also, like, in Asian culture, you just always say yes. You don't say no. <laughs> even though you don't want something. Like, you go to Japan. The Japanese businessman, you do deal with them. Like, hi, hi. Like, yes, yes. Then, yes, do we have a deal? Yeah, hi. And then they will call you back. Because it's saying no, is like, ugh. Mm. Like, we just can't confront. Like, it's a major problem for me to confront things. I gradually started learning, like, because... Uh, my boundary problem is costing people to use me more and use my generosity as me being stupid and try to take and take and take Mm -hmm. until they can't take anymore. And then I, I flip. I'm like, hell fucking no. But then they're like, why you were dumb the whole time? And now all of a sudden you you have a backbone. Mm -hmm. Like they don't get it. It's like in Chinese culture, it's like, uh, I'm going to write down all the things they cross me. And when I add up to this point, it's a hard, hard, no. So I'm like, that's done, that's done. Because this, this, they're like the whole time, you know, I've been fucking you. Like fucking with you. Like you didn't say anything. Mm -hmm. But in American culture, like, no, 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 no. You don't use my context without telling me. That's not okay. Mm-hmm. We can still be friends, but that's not have ever happened again. Mm-hmm. I'll be like, that contact used me. Oh, that's shitty. Okay. Huh. And then they do something like more. I'm like, oh, wow. I should re- rethink about this shit. Mm-hmm. And then something else. I'm like, you are fucking my husband? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I don't think so. So it's just mm-hmm. like, I, I'm learning. Uh, the first thing is like, uh, it's healthy to have boundaries. Yeah. You can keep more people in line than just like uh, you... Compromise your boundary. Try to be nice to people. You're yeah. not being nice to anybody. I'm just learning. It's a learning thing for me. I think you probably have very strong boundaries, and I need to know how did you develop it, and like as a girl, just as a girl. Um, I have a girl. You know, I want to raise a girl who really lo- know how to protect her yeah, boundaries.
1: Yeah. Well, clearly, like our upbringings are very different. Mm-hmm. Um, I was raised in a house where I'm a middle kid. I have 12 other siblings. I have seven brothers and five sisters. Um, and also, like, religiously, it is everything is the man leads everything. Um, and so my father was very strict, but my mom was very confident. And I think both my parents instilled a certain level of confidence in me, and um, And I think that just, you know, a lot of times like you you see kids, things happening or kids dealing with things in their social groups at schools or extracurricular. But when they get home, that's usually like their safe space. Right. But not for me. Like my house, my home was a jungle, just like it was like the jungle I knew versus the outside jungle, you, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I think that I probably created boundaries as a kid, just being like a middle kid. Um, but but I think also, too, just as I matured, I recognized that boundary is not keeping someone else in line. Mm-hmm. Boundaries are taking care of yourself. It is truly an act of self-love. yes you know to to take care of yourself is um that that's an, that that is a sign of respect ultimate respect for yourself mm-hmm. And I think that when you let people violate you or abuse you, especially under the guise of you're just trying to be a good person, mm-hmm. it's like, well, I know you're not a good person because you're not being good to the first person that matters, which is oh, you. That's fucking brilliant. You know? So brilliant. But you can say it appears like you're being a good person because you're giving out to everybody else. Yeah. But um, no, you're not. You're not because you're you're abusing yourself yeah, you know that's so true. It's, it's like you know this is a little bit controversial but I always say that I don't really see myself um dating you know certain types of people you know I'm I, I'm not gonna say I won't date a short guy because you can't control your height right mm-hmm. but like if you're like a guy that has unhealthy habits I'm not gonna date you because I know you don't care about yourself yeah and then I and I don't and, I, and and because I don't believe you care about yourself, I how can I expect you to care about me? Yeah, that's so true. It's like
0: uh, if a guy wants to date you when he's married, I'm just like, um you're going to do that to me too. Right? Yeah, and I'll, also like why I can't uh, I can't count my happiness on the possibility of a man leaving his wife. That's your happiness. That is fucked up at the first get-go. Like, that's not going to go anywhere. If it went anywhere, it's it's going to a train wreck.
1: Yeah, I think that probably on my list of things I'd need in a partner, it's someone with integrity. Mm -hmm. And I think like... someone who is strongly lacking integrity is someone with the goal to be like, yeah, I'm married, but I love you too. Like, that's crazy. Mm -hmm. And it's not that like we're human and there's emotions and you do, you can fall for people, but your responsibility is, it's just like this, right? It's like, this is bare, this is as simple as it is. If you book me for a show, right? And I'm like, yeah, I can do your show. It's at eight o'clock at this place, right? And then someone else books me for a show, That I want to do. Mm -hmm. That show is better than your show. Mm -hmm. And it's somewhere else, but it's at the same time. I don't have to tell you that that show is better than your show, but I do have to tell you, hey, I'm not going to be able to do your show. Yeah. If I just don't show up to your show, then that's lacking integrity. Yeah. So just think about every single choice you make in life as that simple. I I may not want to be with you anymore. Mm -hmm. And that sucks. That's going to suck for and you. Just say it. And that person I might think is actually better than you. I'm not going to say that, but what I do have the responsibility of doing is ending it with you mm-hmm. before I continue with someone else or yeah. go along with somebody. That is the responsibility yeah. that I have. Yes. And that is a true sign of my... Ca- it's a, it's not a reflection, although some of us when we are brokenhearted, devastated, rejected, also we we think that that's a, that that's a reflection of us. It's not. Mm-hmm. It's a reflection of that person. If it, You know what I'm saying? If I mm-hmm. cheat on you, that's only a reflection of me. Mm-hmm. If I'm abusive to you, that's a reflection of me.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: yeah. You know?
0: Yeah. I feel like uh, I I learned so much. And whatever you told me right now is exactly what my therapist is trying to teach me. And, you know, she asked me, tell me what you... Your, what makes you happy like what, what's the thing that you are happy i'm like uh, this show sold out and this video has that much views that means that i can sell a lot more shows and i can yeah. feed the kids and uh, i'm just the one make sure that i get the money because now i'm a single mom i i walked out the marriage with nothing just to yeah. be out so i is now is the leap of faith i believe i can provide for my kids yeah and i i believe in myself but it's just it's so stressful i really don't she goes. I want you to exercise every day. At least take a little walk. I said, No, no I don't have time. I have no time for that. Are you kidding me? <laughs> One hour? Hell no. She goes. That's not gonna be okay. You yeah. have to put yourself first. You are not really understanding the thing you are telling me is not what I want to hear. Yeah. yeah. The followers, the the views. Yeah, I don't want to hear that. Like what you love about you, what makes you happy. Like how about uh, the qualities about you? Tell me five that you think that makes you you, and you are proud of it. As the Huh? Why would I talk about that? That's bragging. That's being not humble. I got, I've, my mom was sloppy if I say anything about me like that. Yeah, She goes, that's your problem. Yet you, That's why you keep coming back to your boundaries. is because you feel like your value is based on what you can provide for other people. Yeah. Not who you are. Yeah. She goes, your homework. You're going to write five qualities. And that's what you're going to tell me on Monday. And it took me a long time. Because in Chinese culture, you cannot talk about anything good about you. Mm -hmm. It's viewed as vanity and you are going to be doomed because of your vain. But I realized that it's just a lot of things that I need to unlearn and a lot of things that I need to learn. So I said, uh, first one is resilience. Because I've been beat to hell and stepped to the floor like a cockroach. I was always able to jump back and go Mm -hmm. back directly to work, to do what I want.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. I think resilience is something I really proud yeah and then as the courage is the second one is that i was told i wasn't attractive in chinese standard because of the beauty standard is like they want the skinny girls with bleached skin and the mm. tiny shaped face they don't have like a cheekbone jawline is ugly you have to like so i was playing a tree stump for like high school i mean middle school music like i never was able to play anyone because i wasn't attractive mm-hmm. in the beauty yeah. standard I just didn't believe it. I, I feel like I have courage because I was watching a movie and I see Harley Berry and she's a blonde girl. And I asked the Chinese people, I'm like, do you think she's beautiful? Like, this like, Halle Berry. Are you kidding me? She's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. I'm like, but like, all skin tones closer. I'm dark mm-hmm. and she's dark. Like, mm-hmm. why? I'm ugly, but she's hot. Like, she's black. She's, she's dark. She's black. She, you are Chinese. You are only allowed to be like a very bleached white. Mm-hmm. If you are darker, you're ugly. That's mm-hmm. what, that's the rule. I'm like, fuck that shit. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to become an actress. I can never make it in China because I can't. I I can't play. I'm not convincing as the girl like a romantic lead. Even as like a sad kick, I wouldn't be able to play. So I want to come to America to go to Hollywood to to become an actress. And I knew that when I was a little girl, mm-hmm. I said, uh, I don't think I'm ugly. You can tell me whatever you want to tell me. You can tell me I can't wear pink. You can bully me all you want, but I just don't think I'm ugly. Mm-hmm. I just think, uh, is there something wrong? some things are not right because I I see Halle Berry. Mm-hmm. I just don't think I think you guys are confused. That's, that's yeah, why I thought think, That was so crazy. I think
1: <laughs> you know, I mean, I totally understand what you're saying, but I mean like there there's a bit of like context there that's missing, right? Mm-hmm. Like Halle Berry is closer to your complexion, but Halle Berry is a very light-skinned black woman. Mm-hmm. And so that is the same thing that culturally they're putting on you, mm-hmm, you yeah. know? So in every demo, they're saying that lighter is, is better. In every culture, actually. Yes. Even in
0: India. And in India. Even in Africa. Like, yeah. Godfrey was at the podcast uh, last week. Mm-hmm. And he told me that uh, he has, uh, like, a, um, like at least two two brothers. They, they, they have a lighter skin. And uh, he's darker than them. And uh, they make fun of him at home, mm-hmm. but in a loving way. But it's like, you're a dark one. Yeah. And he's like, this African uh, people, they are very dark. Their skins are like purple. It's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And uh, we just have to stop this narrative of the, the colorism. It just needs to stop. Yeah. But uh, the thing is, like, if we don't talk about it, it's not going to stop. Yeah. I just That's why I want to talk about it because I'm a victim of it. And uh, mm-hmm. I still, my mom's like, wear a glove, wear umbrella. I'm like, No. She's like, well, you, you're going to be ugly we go to China. I'm like, I don't, if a Chinese man think I'm ugly, fuck them. Pack your dick. <laughs> leave me a fuck alone. I'm going to be dark. I love my skin. I love being dark. She goes, okay. You know, like I just, I'm done. Like, I'm like, I'm, like I go to China. They like, arrest her. You know, she's crazy. She's jumping around trying to tell women they can just uh, be their own color. Yeah. They don't have to bleach anymore. No, they don't. Fuck everybody. That's what I'm trying to do. I just, I'm so sick and tired. It's so toxic in yeah. China. It's just so toxic. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. it is. I remember I went to, um, I was in Shanghai one summer and um, everybody was walking around with umbrellas and I didn't really understand why. But then I went outside and it was so hot. I could not walk without an umbrella. Mm -hmm. That's how brutal the sun was. Mm -hmm. And I know that that's not, has nothing to do with colorism, but Mm -hmm. I will say. It was humid. It was hot and humid. I never, I've been to the, I've been to Dubai. I've been to some of the hottest regions. Mm -hmm. I mean, we live in LA, like you know, before all this like really different climate. But um, I I remember that summer. I couldn't believe it. I made a video. I should go and see in my like Instagram archives because Mm -hmm. I I went outside like with I don't know like a tank top and some pants on or something like that, and I had to run back to my hotel. That's how unbearable the sun was. You can probably put an egg on the and, it's and if yes I couldn't believe it I, think I it's could not like, believe
0: uh, it I think there's too much concrete jungle there's not enough trees and stuff and whether city planning
1: positive. something like that too yes yeah, yeah. But, uh, but I do think you you know that's everybody's journey is like um self-love it's self-love and you know what it's 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 interesting that you told you said you told your therapist yeah um that you know you just wanna you know certain things bring you joy because that um you know, that lets you know like, oh, I'm going to be able to feed my kids another day and da 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 da. And and I think that when we talk about like intangible things, right, which is like respect for ourselves, self-love, joy, things like that, sometimes we do leave out the livelihood. And that's a very real thing is that we have to provide for ourselves. Yes. Um, But I always say whenever I hear people who are um, discontent or experiencing high levels of stress or, you know, dissatisfaction or feeling lost or whatever. And it's always rooted in they don't have what they want yet. Like they don't have a man or they don't have the career or they don't have the, the wealth or whatever it is. They don't have the body that they want. I'm always wishing that they get that because they'll get it and then they'll still be unhappy. Mm-hmm. And then it's in that moment that you find out. Oh, it's a lot of like internal work that. Yeah. I, but you you may never know. You may never get to the internal work if you if you really believe that it's the external things that are preventing mm-hmm. you know a certain level of joy that you can. Have. Don't get me wrong. I get stressed. I have mm-hmm. to pay a mortgage. I have to. I have car payment. You know. Mm-hmm. I need shows to sell out. Mm-hmm. Um, but. But beyond that, I I know that that's only like part of it. That's Mm -hmm. a big part of it, but there's another big part of it that that you want to have both. Mm -hmm. You want to. That's what like life is. You want to strike the balance of both those things. Mm -hmm. You know,
0: it's very important. I think that's yeah. Yeah, You have people like uh, there's some people they are doing self love all day and they don't go to work. They don't. They meditate. like when they see somebody like if they're actress they will see some of their friend getting a movie signed with CAA they meditate like other people's success is not my failure and I'm fine I'm content then when they talk to you they are so aggressive passive aggressive and defensive I'm like dude just like quit acting or go to acting just like just, just, there's people like that you know I understand like you it's like another extreme. Yeah. And uh, for me, I feel like uh, it, it makes so much sense. And uh, I feel somebody trying to use some information about me, trying to get me into a situation to confront somebody else. But then I just like, uh, listen, I like that person. If he says something about me like that, it's on him. Because yeah. I have nothing to prove to him and I still like him. Do you know why I have nothing to prove? Because I like me. Yeah. All my past, everything I ever did, I did it because I wanted to... Be successful, and I did it with integrity. And I respect people. I give them everything I could give, and until I can't anymore, and I just really like myself. I'm I'm not about to do any drama, try to confront anybody. I'm gonna go and do a fucking video and do a show. Yeah. I Thank you for telling me that. But like, I like myself. Yeah. I don't need you seem like approval. It.
1: Yeah. You anymore. seem like you like yourself
0: because before I wasn't. I'm like, oh, this is. I mean, I mean, talk to them. Like, what did I do wrong? Like, what, are you angry at me? Like, what's going on? No, I'm just like. Uh, no i didn't fuck your husband like i didn't take your money like i gave you opportunity like i don't give a fuck if you yeah. don't like me it's on you
1: yeah if
0: you don't want to be on my show you you won't if you don't want me to be on yours i don't want to yeah i don't need it yeah so now i just uh, when i have self-love there's less stress because i don't want to confront anybody somebody come to stir up some shit it doesn't affect me i just yeah. it's okay do it yeah well, i don't even have to call people i just don't care it's your job you just do uh, whatever and it's so helpful and I want to cry a little bit when I was driving here because... Uh, Today? Yeah. Oh. I, I sold out cops last night, like two days ahead, oh, two weeks okay. ahead, I mean. And uh, I immediately said to myself, like, uh, most people, everybody sells out. You know, there's nothing special about it. But uh, I don't understand, it's like, uh, it's my first time headlining cops. And uh, I've been doing comedy for three and a half years. Yeah, And I, it is something I should be like, uh, you know, savor the moment. I go, wow, you know, that was, yeah. that was sweet. But then I just, uh, like, no, you you can do better. Maybe we should add another show and sell that one. Maybe we, it's not like a weekend, it's a Sunday. Then I was driving. I was uh, just driving. I was like, that's great. Imagine all of the people there being happy and yeah. I make them laugh. And uh, it was my dream when I was doing open mic, you know, a long time ago. And it's today. I was, I, w- I was going to all the mics. And it wasn't enough. I opened my own club so I can do ten hosts a day because I I ten hosting a day because I didn't have enough. There's not enough mic for me, and I start late. You know, I wanted to like really just get better. That's today. That was what I wanted. Was something would be like this happening to me? I'm like. That's great! I'm proud of you. Yeah, and I have a little tear. I'm like, I can't have my makeup messed up. is Zena, but she's so gorgeous, and I can't have that <laughs> happening. So I'm like, no, you're not crying. You're happy, and that's progress. When, that's one progress I see myself doing.
1: Yeah, certain places that I so doubt if it, if it, if I, and when I do it fast, I cry too. Yeah, because it, it is. I think that that is acknowledgement, and it's a state of gratitude. Yes. You be know, grateful
0: about it, our fans and uh, our yeah, team and, and yeah. our work
1: especially if you remember a time where you had this same gift but only you couldn't get 20 people to come out and see you yeah. you know especially also when you are trying to provide a life not only for yourself but yeah. for your children yeah. and you know all the adversity that you've overcome then I think that that is I think that I think that you pull over and you cry and then you thank whoever it is that you thank the Dalai Lama or whoever, and no, I'm kidding. Dalai Lama, I mean,
0: I don't know who. If you... he let, like, I mean, if he licked my face, maybe I would have some self
1: respect. I would have boundaries. But no, but like Chinese people, what are you Buddha? I think like, a Buddha. Okay, okay, like Buddha. so uh, you know, I mean, I say that respectfully. Yeah, yeah. You know, what I'm saying you, 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 you acknowledge it because. I think you also. It's like it's like you. So you talk about your mom a lot, right? Yeah. And you're like, you know, because she made such great sacrifices. Yeah. Instead of like existing in gratitude with you, it was a constant like, um, sort of like reprimanding and like, you know, what I'm saying like, mm-hmm. make you better be worth it, yeah. right? It was yeah. like a constant threat. Yeah. Right? <laughs> it is right. And yep. and so and so that made you become a certain way, mm-hmm. right? But if your mom, if every time you did something great, your mom was like, thank you so much. Like, I'm just so grateful for you. And I'm just so proud of you. And you're so beautiful. And thank you, thank you, thank you. That would have actually encouraged you to be good to continue to be great yeah, Right yeah. And so I think When we are living And we're You know Doing things And then we get A positive response In in the universe We have to say Thank you I think so We have to acknowledge it So that it can keep happening Yeah I think it's the energy If you don't appreciate
0: things The things yeah. don't come back to you anyway Because God is like You don't like it Okay I'll take it from you exactly. Because that's a lot of people
1: They would be really grateful If they have that Exactly yeah, It's like why- Oh that's not enough Well I guess I can't please you Yeah you know, yeah. So, yeah. And I mean, I don't know if any of this that I'm saying. This is what I believe. I make little sense. I, believe, I, I really feel know? that way, but I, it also really provides me with like peace mm-hmm. and resolve in my spirit, which is very important. Mm-hmm. You know, I think this is a hard business in a hard town hard. to live, to exist in. If your spirit is unsettled, yes, yeah, and it makes you easily susceptible to. Users and abusers. Yeah, because and you don't have the self-love.
0: Your happiness comes from uh, um, your service to others. Yeah, external factors. Yeah, so I'm trying to stop it, and it just literally made me so much better, yeah. happier. I just don't get uh, offended. I'm just like, yeah. uh, you can say whatever you want And to you're
1: say. very outgoing. Like, I, I can't remember the Women in Comedy Netflix show. Maybe, it was maybe.
0: like in uh, the Love Factory. Love Factory.
1: So, no. So, I the first time I met you, I think, was at that show. It's like a Don't, don't tell, tell show. Don't Tell show. Yeah, and in I Hollywood. remember... You've helped me out. I don't think you know this, so... Is that a phone charger or something? Yes. You drive a Tesla, right? Yes. Yes, so me too. And you were like, um, do you have a charger? And I was like, no. You was like, my phone died, so I can't get in my car. Mm-hmm. And I would normally, like, let my phone die, to, like, wouldn't think about it. And then I was like, oh, shoot, that's right. My phone is my car key I can't So every time my phone gets Like my battery on my phone is low And I'm out and about I just think of you And I'm like I can't let my phone die I can't let my phone die so cute Because if I let my phone die I'll be locked out of my car Yeah And I felt so bad for you You were like I just have to find a charger Because I'm locked out of my car So my friend came late She gave me her charger
0: Okay She came to see me So the phone was charged
1: Yeah 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 But I mean I remember you being very like Outgoing and Yeah I, I think
0: I'm outgoing. I'm always outgoing. Yeah. I just, I'm really happy, you know, I was able to tell you things like this and I'm really happy that, uh, as uh, you know, a female comedian, we can actually talk about our insecurities and uh, how we overcome it. It's just, I feel like a lot of people are going through the same thing and I don't want people to think I'm together. Yeah. I, it's, I don't have the ego to be like, she has everything together. She has money, she has this and beautiful kids. Like I, I don't. Yeah. And uh, I and uh, the beauty is that uh, we try to we try to make things happen and day by day every day is a battle but it's exciting yeah and I have uh, I'm just learning to love myself more and more and last time my mom cried because of uh, I sold out the show and I, I said hey mom let's sold out she started crying she just ran to her room and she locked the door I'm like what happened mom she came out with her face red I'm like what's wrong she goes that's very good I'm very proud of wow. me she goes yeah mm. she can't say it she, yeah. she just ran back again and went to cry yeah and she it was so cute in the morning she made me f- my favorite food when I was a, a child uh, like uh, like the, the steamed noodles I'm like yeah. why do you make this it's not new year she goes it's a celebration because something big great happens and I yeah. I think it's a milestone that
1: uh, nothing just eat and she walked away <laughs> it's very cute it is so cute and you know what <laughs> I think that, that that's why you know who John Mayer is yeah I think that's why I really love that's his song, Daughters. I think it's oh, called Daughters. Oh, so beautiful. Daughters, yeah. Yeah, because, Mothers become daughters. Yeah, because I have to... So, sometimes my, I have trying moments with my mom. It's and hard. I have to remember that, like, she's a woman outside of being my mother. And she's a product of her mother. And her mother is a product of her mother. You know? And not that that... Not that that will make me passive... In some of the dysfunction, but it makes me look at it in a in a different way, empath- empathize with it, and work to like change it. You know, yeah. So.
0: I I think it's so beautiful because the, I my mom and I we wasn't talking for three years it's been very difficult when I got older I would become a mother I realized that I started trying to see my mom as a child because my mom lost her father when she was seven years old her father was a hero my grandpa there's he he runs a mining he managed a mining company there's a accident happened and somebody was trapped in there mm-hmm. he should send the security person but that person couldn't find them so my grandpa was very uh, good at it so he went down there to he saved everybody and then mm-hmm. it was too late so he was trapped in there he died oh. he did die a hero but uh, it's good but she never had a father but she still were, lost
1: her father yeah they yeah.
0: they are very poor and uh, there's not, not enough food so my uncles got the food and she was always starving and that's why she's shorter mm-hmm. and skinny and uh, she couldn't have the food. And when she was the best student in the class, my, my uncles got to school because they were the boys. She couldn't go to school after um, middle school. They let her quit. She went to the good high school. She wanted to be a nurse mm-hmm. and a doctor, but she can't do it. Then she got married when she's 18 years old. And she had she had a daughter. She can just literally just get rid of me. But she gave up her job and her house to keep me.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then... Uh, my father is is an alcoholic he never really worked he's drunk but he's very charming and handsome mm. now he's good now my father started like i think i really changed him he just i'm getting more well known in china and people ask me about him ask him about me he's like i don't want to be the drunk dad to you
1: <laughs> I can't
0: do it to you so you roasting him is, uh, yeah. is his sobriety yeah so he just uh, he's like I don't want he didn't want to bring shame to me when people are yeah. like uh, is, is Jiao Ying your daughter he's like I don't want I should be like yes she is when I'm not drunk I just actually like, can enjoy yeah. you being my daughter it was beautiful and then I start thinking about if I my mom is saying something stupid and mean I'm like if I was her I'm 18 I'm having an abortion there's no way I'm adding this fucking girl ruin my fucking life yeah. I'm gonna leave that drunk I'm gonna find another nice guy to marry i'm not gonna let this fucking person ruin my fucking life fuck that shit but she did let everything ruin her life she never told me i ruined her life yeah and uh, she did it the best she can and now she was able to uh, she's literally she moved here to uh, to, to america to help me with my children full-time because i'm divorced i i, I can't have a career without her yeah. i tour i do things and i she's with them full-time and she take care of them and she loves them she's not a uh, angry at them because she was able to not worry about the work and try to feed people she can just be the grandmother with love yeah. just enjoy the kids but that's, rather than being
1: but angry. that's also why like everything you just said that's also why when you sell out cops your mom has to excuse herself and go crying.
0: yeah I couldn't believe it I thought she's yeah. never going to be proud of me but she has been proud of me the she whole time is, yeah. she just can't say it
1: and I think I don't know but I may I, be putting too much on it but like In a way, she's proud of herself because everything that you're doing is because of a very tough decision she made. Yeah,
0: I think so. And she told me, she's like, you know what? I don't feel like a complete loser either because everything I insisted, people laughing at me. Yeah. And uh, they were wrong about me because it was right to keep you. Yeah. It was... it's just uh, I can't believe me and my mom are we can be so close she's so close to me now I know her so well now and I I just really think that's a gift because having this kind of thing means your mother can really empower you to understand that's where you're from and it's beautiful I'm taking so much
1: time I think we are like we are up
0: to the time but I have to roast your name
1: yeah I was about to say I'm not leaving without you roasting my name in Chinese oh my god (laughs) Zainab Zainab's name is
0: literally Zainab like a Yu na boo. means fuck. Hey! Na means that. Bu means hell no. So it's like, a fuck that, hell no. Like, it's like a, her attitude. Like, yeah. if somebody tell you something, you're like, a, uh, fuck
1: that, hell F no. That's that, hell no. Yeah. And
0: uh, I have one of my friends in Kentucky. She's she's African American. And uh, she told me basically, whenever somebody says something like, a, mean to me she's like no don't you talk to me like that she teaching me how to say that because yeah. i'm like that's rude like, no, no no it's not rude you just tell them they can't talk to you like this yeah They're like oh look at your tits i'm like oh you know i just feel uncomfortable and angry yeah. she's like like do not talk to me like this and yeah. it worked i said that people were like what yeah boundaries yeah so i love that whenever somebody says something stupid about me like i'm just like I don't speak English but I can hear it and don't talk to me like this. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and I love her. Her name is Ariel. Ariel. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. And I have my Black Mermaid joke is is to her talking to her because her Facebook name was Black Mermaid Do Exist. Oh, a okay. Long time ago. So when people were being like, Oh, you can't be Black Mermaid. I, I had a big joke about a Bakil. Like so I yes. think about her and yes. how she oh. empowers me so much. Yeah. And that is that sentence is all the girls need. Do not talk to me like this.
1: Yes. Yeah which oh is the equivalent of no and no can be the most powerful thing you ever say. Yes, totally. I learned no like a double no today. No. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah hell no, like a <laughs> fuck that hell no.
1: F that. Yeah, F hell that no. hell no. I'm only saying F cuz the sun is up. But,
0: yes. You know. F that. Hell no. <laughs> that's perfect, right? That's Yes, beautiful. I love that.
1: Yeah. That's totally that's yeah. totally me.
0: You're yeah. like I like you, I respect you, but F that, hell no, that's yeah. not the deal I deserve.
1: Yeah, I love yeah. that. I'm learning so much, and I'm so happy to have you. Where can we find you? Uh, you can follow me on all social media platforms, Johnson, Zainab Johnson, Z A I N A B Johnson. TikTok is the Zainab Johnson, T A H Z A I N A B Johnson, and then my website is Zainab Johnson. So. Yes,
0: Any up shows you want the uh, show you want to block. yeah. This?
1: Um, oh, this one's gonna come out this uh, like Monday. It'll come out Monday. Um. uh just go to my website. I have so many shows. Like, yes. Uh, I was going to say August, but we're in April. April 30th, I'm in... Um, I don't even know, but I'm somewhere. Yeah, there. she's all I'm over. I'm all over. Place. Like, yeah, I'm in yeah. Seattle. No, On 420, I'm in Seattle. It's, it's. I'm in a lot of places. Yeah, so. you, you can't miss her. She's coming yeah. from a city near you. Go so just, to ginafjohnson.com. Yeah. yeah, you'll find all of the, the links
0: for the tickets. Thank you guys so much. I feel like I'm drinking uh, soul soup. <laughs> right I feel so empowered and happy yeah
1: yeah good thank you, thank for, you so much for thank having you for coming. me i
0: really yeah. appreciate you yeah. so-